It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, what ho, he observed at length, feebly. A distinct chill manifested itself in the region of Archie's spine. This could mean only one thing. His fears had been realized. The strain of modern life, with all its hustle and excitement, had at last proved too much for Mr. Brewster. Crushed by the thousand and one anxieties and worries of a millionaire's existence, Daniel Brewster had gone off his onion. Archie was nonplussed. This was his first experience of this kind of thing. What, he asked himself, was the proper procedure in a situation of this sort? What was the local rule? Where, in a word, did he go from here? He was still musing in an embarrassed and baffled way, having taken the precaution of kicking the knife under the sofa, when Mr. Brewster spoke and there he was, in both the words and the method of their delivery, so much of his old familiar self that Archie felt quite relieved. "'So it's you, is it, you wretched blight, you miserable weed?' said Mr. Brewster, having recovered enough breath to be going on with. He glowered at his son-in-law despondently. "'I might have expected it.' If I was on the North Pole, I could count on you butting in. "'Shall I get you a drink of water?' said Archie. "'What the devil?' demanded Mr. Brewster. "'Do you imagine I want with a drink of water?' "'Well,' Archie hesitated delicately, "'I had a sort of idea that you had been feeling the strain a bit. I mean to say, rush of modern life and all that sort of thing.' "'What are you doing in my room?' said Mr. Brewster, changing the subject. "'Well, I came to tell you something, and I came in here and was waiting for you, and I saw some chappie biffing about in the dark, and I thought it was a burglar or something, after some of your things. So, thinking it over, I got the idea that it would be a fairly juicy scheme to land on him with both feet. 
No idea it was you, old thing. Frightfully sorry and all that. Meant well." Mr. Brewster sighed deeply. He was a just man, and he could not but realize that, in the circumstances, Archie had behaved not unnaturally. "'Oh, well,' he said, "'I might have known something would go wrong. Awfully sorry.' "'It can't be helped. What was it you wanted to tell me?' He eyed his son-in-law piercingly. "'Not a cent over twenty dollars,' he said coldly. Archie hastened to dispel the pardonable error. "'Oh, it wasn't anything like that,' he said. "'As a matter of fact, I think it's a good egg. It has bucked me up to no inconsiderable degree. I was dining with Lucille just now, and as we dallied with the foodstuffs, she told me something which, well, I am bound to say, it made me feel considerably braced. She told me to trot along and ask you if you would mind.' I gave Lucille a hundred dollars only last Tuesday." Archie was pained. "'Adjust this sordid outlook, old thing,' he urged. "'You simply aren't anywhere near it. Right off the target, absolutely. What Lucille told me to ask you was if you would mind, at some tolerably near date, being a grandfather. Rotten thing to be, of course,' proceeded Archie commiseratingly for chappy of your age, but there it is." Mr. Brewster gulped. "'Do you mean to say—' "'I mean, apt to make a fellow feel a bit of a patriarch. Snowy hair and what not. And, of course, for a chappy in the prime of life like you—' "'Do you mean to tell me—is this true?' "'Absolutely. Of course, speaking for myself, I'm all for it. I don't know when I felt more bucked. I sang as I came up here, absolutely wobbled in the elevator. But you—" A curious change had come over Mr. Brewster. He was one of those men who have the appearance of having been hewn out of the solid rock, but now, in some indescribable way, he seemed to have melted. For a moment he gazed at Archie. Then, moving quickly forward, he grasped his hand in an iron grip. "'This is the best news I've ever had,' he mumbled. "'Awfully good of you to take it like this,' said Archie cordially. "'I mean, being a grandfather.' Mr. Brewster smiled. Of a man of his appearance one could hardly say that he smiled playfully, but there was something in his expression that remotely suggested playfulness. "'My dear old Bean,' he said. Archie started. "'My dear old Bean,' repeated Mr. Brewster firmly, "'I'm the happiest man in America.' His eye fell on the picture which lay on the floor. He gave a slight shudder, but recovered himself immediately. After this, he said, I can reconcile myself to living with that thing for the rest of my life. I feel it doesn't matter. I say, said Archie, how about that? Wouldn't have brought the thing up if you hadn't introduced the topic, but speaking as man to man, what the dickens were you up to when I landed on your spine just now? I suppose you thought I had gone off my head. 
Well, I'm bound to say. Mr. Brewster cast an unfriendly glance at the picture. Well, I had every excuse, after living with that infernal thing for a week. Archie looked at him, astonished. I say, old thing, I don't know if I've got your meaning exactly, but you somehow give me the impression that you don't like that jolly old work of art. Like it? cried Mr. Brewster. It's nearly driven me mad. Every time it caught my eye, it gave me a pain in the neck. Tonight I felt as if I couldn't stand it any longer. I didn't want to hurt Lucille's feelings by telling her, so I made up my mind I would cut the damn thing out of its frame and tell her it had been stolen. What an extraordinary thing! Why, that's exactly what old Wheeler did. Who is old Wheeler? Artist chappie, pal of mine. His fiancée painted the thing, and when I lifted it off him, he told her it had been stolen. He didn't seem frightfully keen on it either. Your friend Wheeler has evidently good taste. Archie was thinking. Well, all this rather gets past me, he said. Personally, I've always admired the thing. Dash it right bit of work, I've always considered. Still, of course, if you feel that way. You may take it from me that I do. Well, then, in that case, you know what a clumsy devil I am. You can tell Lucille it was all my fault. The Wigmore Venus smiled up at Archie. It seemed to Archie with a pathetic, pleading smile. For a moment he was conscious of a feeling of guilt. Then, closing his eyes and hardening his heart, he sprang lightly in the air and descended with both feet on the picture. There was a sound of rending canvas, and the Venus ceased to smile. "'Golly!' said Archie, regarding the wreckage remorsefully. Mr. Brewster did not share his remorse. For the second time that night he gripped him by the hand. "'My boy!' he quavered. He stared at Archie as if he were seeing him with new eyes. "'My dear boy, you were through the war, were you not?' "'Eh? Oh, yes, right through the jolly old war. What was your rank?' "'Oh, second lieutenant.' "'You ought to have been a general.' Mr. Brewster clasped his hand once more in a vigorous embrace. "'I only hope—' he added, that your son will be like you. There are certain compliments, or compliments coming from certain sources, before which modesty reels, stunned. Archie's did. He swallowed convulsively. He had never thought to hear these words from Daniel Brewster. "'How would it be, old thing?' he said, almost brokenly. If you and I trickled down to the bar and had a spot of sherbet. The End of Indiscretions of Archie by P. G. Woodhouse. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.